Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Preferred Walk-Ons. Here, uh, my name is Cole Meyer. I'm here with my brother, Adam Feinberg, a.k.a. Fine Wine. Yo. Adam, how's it going? Going great. Got another special guest. Introduce him for us. A very special guest today. Someone who I met my first year as a pro. Took me under his wing. Taught me a lot. One of the most professional players that I've that I've ever met. Um, to be honest, just really about his business. Um, Think so for real? Yeah, bro. Anyway, <laughs> John Flowers, how's it going, bro? Good man, chilling man. Just in the off season, all this trying to deal with all this coronavirus stuff. Yeah, how's how's the the new dad life? It's cool, actually, man. It's actually real cool, man. Just. Watching her grow every day, you know what I mean? There's some things I got to get used to, but uh, other than that, it's real cool. Where are you guys living right now? I still live in West Virginia, Morgantown, West Virginia, where the WVU campus is. Gotcha. You, they still show you love around there? <laughs> yeah, you know it. Don't you got some WVU gear? Of course. You took a book bag from me or something? <laughs> <laughs> what I need is that jersey back there. Now nah, you want my jersey? I ain't getting no, uh, what, what school you want to? First of Nutty. all. <laughs> no, no gear from there. From Puget Sound. He wants to sign Puget Sound, uh, jersey, but I, yeah. Those are rare. <laughs> what is it called again? <laughs> <laughs> Those are rare. Yeah, they are rare. Puke Sound. That's what I call yeah, it out there. Sure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's get this going, bro. Um, so... You're born and raised in Maryland. Uh, Waldorf. In, uh, the DMV. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, uh, what is it like growing up there, man? What was it? Is it, uh, like Quinn Cook said, is it really in the water? Why are there so many people there? Talk about it. I wasn't on the documentary, but, uh, you know, I should have been. But they put me, uh, <laughs> they, don't, they don't really show the area that I'm from any respect. We're like 20 minutes outside of D.C., Right next to PZ County, you know what I'm saying? So, I think we used to battle with PZ County guys all the time. So, if you look in, I mean, I got on Quinn, Quinn's little, his his live one day and just told him, like, yo, y'all got to start showing Waldorf respect. So, I, I got a couple games lined up, and I'm, I'm going to go down there and really go earn my respect, you know what I mean? But it's always like that, just being where I'm from, from Waldorf. But, uh, yeah, I played against all those guys. I was all... all uh, all district, you know what I mean? All first team, all met, and all that stuff. I don't know why they don't show respect, but they just don't. But there's there's a lot of hoopers up from from the DMV, uh, just that whole area. Um, yeah. What was it like? Just what was it like growing up there? Uh, it was tough, man. You just gotta you gonna get your ass bust. I, I'm a firm believer in you gotta get your ass bust to get better. You know what I mean? Because that's the way you learn from your mistakes. So. My biggest competitor was my brother. Shout out to Nate Flowers. We just used to play one-on-one like almost every single day in the backyard. And I used to like I used to see him out there just playing. And then I used to just go out there. And, and when I stepped outside, he knew what time it was. Just check ball right from the jump. And he used to bust my ass, you know what I mean? And, and vice versa. I used to be out there. He used to come out there. He just used to come down and just bust my ass and go back in the house, you know what I mean? But I took that shit personal, you know what I mean? Like, he bust my ass. I'm staying out there until my mom makes me come in the house. 
So that's that's the difference between me and him. Like I, I took that I took shit personal. Uh, I'm sure he did too, but he just used to bust my ass, so there's nothing to really take personal. So he speaking really of, pushed me. Speaking of your mom, I heard she used to bust your ass too. I mean, until like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, maybe. Yeah. Oh, she, we did some uh, some research. She's she's in the basketball, the women's hall of fame. Yeah, she was nice. Uh, three time All American, uh, two time national champ. She's nice. I mean, there wasn't. I don't think the WNBA was around back then. She would have went for sure, but uh, she couldn't go overseas because she had me and my brother. So, uh, yeah, she was nice, man. We I, I come from a long history of uh, hoopers, man. So, yeah. That's dope. So she she was the one that put you uh, put the ball in your hands. Yeah, kind of, kind of. My dad, you know what I'm saying, he works hard and he provided everything that me and my brother had, you know what I mean, as far as the basketball courts, AAU tournaments, traveling and all that stuff. So, shout out to him. But my mom, yeah, I definitely get the basketball genes from my mother. You know, when we play one-on-one call and I kill you every time, you know, that's just basically no. my mom. For those listening, John might be the only one or one of the few people just for, by a little bit has me in the one-on-one games. A little I'm bit? Just by a little bit. A little bit. Wow. I mean, this that's that's one thing I try to do too. Uh, every every team I play on, I try to get like one of the young guys or someone on the young team, you know what I'm saying? Just work on my one-on-one game, you know what I mean? It's not, I'm not necessarily trying to win, but I know I'm going to win because I'm playing one of the young boys with less experience. And Cole, you got a lot better from your first year to second. We played once the first year too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I played a solo as the first year when Cole's a rookie. He didn't listen as a rookie. He was a very terrible rookie. But you had a bad influence and in, in Manny Ramirez. Is that his last name? And I don't know. Saying, but he was an RJ. There's two, two guys. I like RJ. But uh, they they were just terrible rookies to be around. They were bad influence on Cole. Cole didn't want to do anything. I'm, I'm one thing I hated about Cole was I used to try to get shots up before the game. Like I used to try to be the first one out before the game, so no one's on the court shooting. And Cole's out there just getting up a bunch of shots. Cole only played about five to ten minutes a game. You know what I mean? I was playing like forty minutes a game, so I was I trying to get ready, ready bro. <laughs> and he just didn't want to rebound for me. Like I, I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Like, it was part of being a professional. Like, my whole professional career, as a rookie, I rebounded for other guys. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. tried to explain that to him. He just thought that he was too good. But he had this other guy, Manny, in his ear. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that shit. So sometimes I would come out, have a bad shooting game <laughs> because Cole didn't want to rebound. Get get. You know what I mean? I would have let you shoot when I was done. Like, it only takes about 10 minutes. My routine only takes about 10 minutes. But it's, for it's whatever great. reason... Cole wanted to shoot while I was shooting, and his balls are hitting my balls, paws, going all over the place. <laughs> it's crazy because we had Luke on the podcast last time, and he was talking Cole up how, you know, he he's such a uh, such a good listener. You know, always like was in the right place at the right time, very coachable, all the above. And now, you know, we see the other side. I mean, was, he's much better than his rookie year for sure. Okay, last year was was pretty cool. <laughs> I, I like Cole last year. But he didn't have that bad influence behind him. And Manny, no one eating his lemon bars, he didn't have to fight people. 
wants this stuff. Cole, I hope Cole talks about this stuff. In, in That's this a story for another time. Uh, right. right now, right now, let's let's get to you, bro. Let's. Uh, you had a big pop of dirt. Pop of dirt. You went to West Virginia. Why? Why did you Why did you choose West Virginia? Um, it's close to home for one. Uh, not too far from. Not too far from home. I mean, not too close to home, and not too far from home. You know what I mean? Um. The people here are just amazing, you know. Uh, there's no pro teams here, so West Virginia basketball is everything, you know what I mean? So they still show love. I still get, like, recognized in stores and at restaurants and stuff like that. And they, one thing I like about the state is they're always going to support their people, you know what I mean? So um, it just feels... They feel crazy love out there, for sure. Yeah, it's just, feels, it's just great to have that. Knowing that you have that support behind you the whole time is just great. What about uh? What about Coach Huggins? Uh, I mean, a pretty, I guess like I guess you could say polarizing basketball coach. You know, some people don't like him. I think others really do. Um, what was your relationship like with him? Um, I love hugs, man. Like I love the fact that he pushed me the way that he did. You know what I mean? And just able to learn that perseverance. I was never a soft skinned kid. You know what I mean? But Hugs is a different type of motivation, you know what I mean? But yeah. he's he's a great coach, Hall of Fame coach. And I feel like if you you basically if you're coachable and you just do what he says, he's gonna lead you to to a winning season, you know what I mean? So we I went to two sweet sixteens and one final four with him. So, so it was yeah, I had talk a, about I, that, that final four experience. Uh it was great, man. Uh I wouldn't change it for the world. It was it was just a great it was just a great time. Something you really can't explain, man. It's just what what year was yeah. that? Two thousand and ten. Big East Championship. We won that. And we just went on a run in the in the tournament. Beat John Wall, beat uh what's his name? From Washington. Point guard. IT? Isaiah Thomas, yeah. Uh they it was it was a tough road, but uh we got there. And it was just a great time, man. That's dope. That's crazy. Um, so, graduating from uh, West Virginia, you take your talents to Japan, correct? Yeah, I went to Japan my first year. That was just a, a whole culture. <laughs> that was my... Say as far as like time wise and all that stuff. So it's nine o'clock a.m. here. It's nine o'clock p.m. there. So I got there. I think it was like nighttime, and I took a nap, and I woke up, and it was I went still. You know, like it was just yeah. it was just a weird. It was weird to me. You know um, what I mean? So, but you, but it was great. I love yeah, Japan. You've been all over the world. I mean, basketball's taking you Japan, France. Germany, Venezuela, I believe, Argentina, uh, yeah. Mexico, obviously. Um, when did you know that you were gonna like that you that you wanted to be a, a pro hooper? Like, when does that? Um, I mean, of course, ever since you're little, you dream of playing in the NBA. I think that's every hooper's dream. But uh, I didn't really know a lot about the overseas stuff until like 
maybe my freshman year of college. And they said, like, that's an option. Like, people are making a lot of money overseas. So I never really, that it never really was my goal. But uh, after a while, just chasing the NBA dreams just gets old. And In terms of that, I had to score the ball a lot more. Like, yo, you don't want to get sent home. Like, every, every, everybody just told me about getting sent home. They'll send you home quick if you don't do this, if you don't do that. So I was just, my mentality was you got to score the basketball. So I just turned it to a score after that because Hugs, he didn't really let me shoot the ball a lot. I wasn't, that wasn't my role on the team to shoot the ball. But, uh, right, I could always score the ball. But Hugs Hugs didn't want me doing it. So right after the season, I just got to work and develop the offensive game and just ain't look back. Yes, sir. And... Um, I met you in 2017 when you arrived in Mexico. Um, unfortunately, that's, I mean, shit, you were, you were in the MVP voting. You were, in my opinion, you were the best two-way player in the league. Um, cut, cut the season short to get a, a lot in France, I believe, right? Um, you yeah. left, left early. Yeah. We win the championship, so you couldn't be there to celebrate with us. Right. But then... You make a comeback uh, this season. And I wasn't the best two-way player in the league this season? Yeah. Damn. No, you, you were. I, I think you were. <laughs> Not straight up. <laughs> um, and so just talk about this season, like coming back to Solis, what, what uh, you know, Mexicali and, and what, what that experience was like to be able to uh, finally, you know, win that ship and, you know, just yeah. have a, a full season here in Mexico. and, and really go off. Yeah, I mean, beginning of the season, Coach Ivan, he, Yvonne, is Ivan? Yvonne. He, he hit me up. <laughs> it was just like, hey, you, you know what I'm saying? You want to come back? You can win a championship, da 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 You get MVP. I'm like, cool. You know what I'm saying? So, I come back. I was Like you said, I was supposed to get MVP the first year. I probably was going to get it. But, that really wasn't important to me. You know what I mean? Like, Win an MVP in Mexico. Like I play bat. Like I'm, I say straight up. Like I play basketball for for money just to make a living. Mm-hmm. I love the game. You know what I mean. But if I can't make money off of it, I got a family. And I, <laughs> Coach Yvonne, I, Yvonne, Ivan, <laughs> Yvonne asked me about that uh, this year. He got pretty pissed off about it too. That's a different story. <laughs> um, that's that's it is what it is. But. uh yeah, I mean, I came back. We won the championship. Great team. Luke, MVP of the finals and the regular season. Uh, I knew we were going to be good because, like, our first couple of days of practice, we were practicing over at that uh, junior college. Mm-hmm. You were there. Yeah. And uh, me and Luke was just going at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those yeah. the those the dogs that you want on your team. You want to be able to... I don't... You know me. I don't talk shit when I'm playing like that. You know what I mean? But... I just something I just wanted to talk shit to see who was the dogs on the team, you know what I mean? Like it was the first like week of practice. So I'm out there talking shit to everybody, like, yeah, I'm back. 
I'm back now. Y'all know what it is. I'm like, Luke, Luke stepped up. Like, yo, this, who the fuck he think he is? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, then shy away from that. Those are the dogs that you want on your team. I found out that we had a few of those dogs on the team. And yeah, I was like, yeah, we, we got something special here. Yeah, I, I remember that day um, pretty well. And just from that day on, like, the intensity of practices and, and, just the, the whole environment was just on a different level the, the entire season honestly people were just locked in um, from the very beginning uh, right. but yeah uh, Adam you got some? yeah I mean so off season right now uh, quarantine has changed things up a bit what have you what have you been able to do to keep sharp in kind of a weird time that's why I love West Virginia, you know what I mean? Uh, this guy ha- has his own gym that he just built for his wow. his son and his daughter. It's like state-of-the-art. So, I mean, in he their house? just lets... It's in his front yard. <laughs> oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, man, like I said, like, the people here are just great, man. I've been blessed enough to just have somewhere to play. Like, if it wasn't there, though... You know, we would find somewhere, it would be, if, whether it's outside or, or anything. But, uh, yeah, we've just been blessed, man. And I can't thank that dude enough for letting us use his gym. Uh, yeah, so. That's lucky. And do you have do you have a team lined up for this coming season or things are still kind of up in there? No, nah, I signed to go to France uh, okay. early. So, there you go. well, just everything going on with COVID, is, I think it was just best to sign and get out of the way. Yeah. And because you, you don't know what's going to happen with everything. So, you know, when uh, when are you supposed to head back out there? Uh, that's They didn't give us a date yet, but gotcha. uh, I don't know if the borders are closed or Trump isn't letting yeah, people yeah. in. So they don't want to let people out. I don't I don't know what's going on. Uh, I had heard that you were supposed to be in the the TVT basketball tournament with the West Virginia alumni. What, what happened there? Because I didn't see you guys in the bracket. Yeah, basically, uh, a few of us took a little trip to Arizona and got corona. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got the virus. Oh, shit. I had to, had to quarantine. It? Yeah, I got it. Oh, yeah. shit. I had it. Wasn't that bad, you know what I mean? Uh, felt like a little cold. Lost my taste buds. Lost a little bit of sense of smell. It wasn't. Nothing crazy, just quarantine in the basement for a little bit in the man cave. <laughs> just chill, you know what I mean? So, you, you good now? Yeah, I'm good. I feel bad that uh, I took my teammates out of out of the picture, but uh-huh. it is what it is. We'll be back next year. They'll, they'll come to West Virginia to host it. Oh, there you go. It'll, it'll be better. So that'll be little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we um, just talking about... Uh, you know your 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 way of playing, like you being a two way player, taking pride in that. Because um, not a, a lot of guys. Um, what do you mean two way player? What do you mean? Like like taking pride in in, in offense and, and defense as well. Oh, okay. You know? okay. Um, yeah. I thought you meant like posting up. And like, oh no no no! Well, I mean you got you got a little bit of everything on your in your offensive game, but. Uh, you unlike most three way play. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh nah, but for real, um you're one of those guys that, that takes a lot of pride in, in their defense and 
um, at least when I was on the team, I remember like I both years, I never, I never, like I never worried about you losing your matchup that night, that night, you know, yeah. like I always knew, well, at least at the three position, like we're, we're solid. Like we're going to, we're going to win that matchup. Um, so just talk about like, just talk about, about that. Like your, your, uh, your approach to the game and like, you know, yeah, I, I, I take pride in, I mean, it's, it's like, it goes back to like the DMV thing, like coming from where I'm from, like we had a rule and this, I think this is only Waldorf too. Like we had a rule, like your man cannot like playing the open gems. Your man cannot hit game winner on you if you hit. Like you can lock him down the whole game, but if he hits game winner on you, then he cooks you. <laughs> so it's like st- little stuff like that. Like it's just built in ingrained, in, you know what I mean? Like, but, uh, yeah, I, I really do take pride in that. That that really helps the team, in my opinion. If if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing on my man, then he's a, basically a non-factor to the game. So, I mean, I don't think a lot of guys. Cooked me in Mexico. I, I had tough matchups for sure. Rodney Green, he's a tough matchup. Shout uh, out Rodney Green. Tough. From Tristan. Philly. Uh, Philly Tristan. ball. Yeah, Tristan Spurlock was a tough matchup. I think those are pretty much my toughest matchups. Tyrone White is pretty good mm-hmm. in Mexico. Uh, I can't really think of nobody else, but... Did you did you match up with uh, David Huertas on Monterey? Yeah, he's good. Like, She's not, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's a good player, but he he was really like a non factor. That's a guy from Puerto Rico, right? Yeah. He couldn't handle the post. So I would I would basically just wear him out on the post and then he would be tired on offense. So that's really a just a strategy I try to go to. Like but Who who's one of the toughest matchups you've you've had just from all your years? I mean, who's one guy like you can be if you can be honest right now? Who's one guy who you, you said like, damn, he really busted my ass? Like, you remember when we played Monterey? I'll I'll, I'll, talk, I'll say Mexico, but you remember when we played Monterey the first year, and they yeah. had the dude from Spain. I forgot his name. The the power forward. Yeah, that could shoot. He's just a shooter. Yep. But this is like a six seven white. Dudes just coming off all types of screens, very fundamentally sound, pump fake. God, he was sh- shooting everything, like he can make all the shots. He's and then the the ball head dude from uh you know what I'm talking about from the same team. Uh, nah, we played him in League of Americas though. But he played in Mexico this year. Oh from uh, Hurricanes. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. What's his name? He really bust my ass. Like, I can really say that. Like he's really busting my ass. And I forgot like, his name. We'll have to get back on those names. Yeah, but. he was a he's a shooter. He's like forty two. Just fundamentally sounds kind of quick. Harper uh, is it Harper? Harper, yeah, yep. Harper, he's tough. He's a tough. He was a tough. My first year in Mexico, he was a tough matchup for me. Second year, I did a little bit better, but he's tough. Um. What is who or who was someone when you were coming in your first couple of years, maybe that that uh, showed you the way, like showed you the ropes of, of the professional league? Um, someone you learned a lot from, or 
something like that. The question. Uh, my I was good. I was blessed to have some good vets. Like I had uh Kenny Satterfield. I don't know if you know him. He played at Cincinnati under hugs too. So uh, he was in the NBA for a while. And then uh, John Humphrey, a helicopter from the N1. Okay. I had those two as as my vets. So, like, uh, Kenny Satterfield, he played with AI. He played in the NBA. He played overseas for a little bit. Both of them played in Japan before. So they basically just, like, if I didn't have them, bro, I probably wouldn't have made it. I ain't going to lie to you. They really just showed me the, work, the ropes. Like, they showed me the girls, the food. Whatever I needed, like it was like what you need, I, I got you. Just ask, and then like after a month or so, I was able to go about and be on my own. Yeah. Uh, John Humphrey, he spoke Japanese, so I uh, was I was clutch. <laughs> like that was real clutch. He showed me like where the parties was, introduced me to a few people. Then like after a month or two of being there, I was able to just go out and be on my own without any problems. So that's that's dope, because. <laughs> Good veterans like that can really make a difference. I, I really feel like I had that in you guys. Um, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, not not everyone is blessed to have to have um, good veterans when they're coming in, and it can make a huge difference in their development. Yeah, some, some of them are like assholes, bro. Like they don't want to talk or be like they don't want to help. Like they think they're competing with you and shit like that. Nah, like. You got to show the young boys, like, what's, if, especially if you want a, a winning team, you know what I mean? Like, got to bring everybody along. So, I'm, yeah, I, I owe them a lot, man. Yeah. Shout out to John Humphrey and uh, Kenny Sack. Uh, one more question. What, what's something you would, uh, some advice that you'd give to some young guns coming in from college, going into the pro-life? Like, what's some advice you'd give them? As far as playing, like I really don't know, bro. Like just into the they're heading into professional life, man. Like what what's a good piece of advice that you've you've learned throughout your years? Well, one thing I could say, like I, when I uh signed to Japan my first year, I signed for like fifty thousand dollars. I came back with like twenty five, twenty seven thousand. So I, I did it all right at saving, you know what I'm saying? By the end of the summer, August. I spent $27,000 on nothing. I had nothing to show for. I didn't buy a house, didn't buy a car. Just tables and, and hotels and traveling, just doing whatever I wanted to do. Acting like I had it, you know what I mean? Yo, that's probably one of the best pieces of advice you can give because people really go through that shit real quick. Yeah, um, bro. You invest don't have to manage invest, it. Yeah, invest your money. Spend it wisely. Uh, I know you want to be able to say, like, that's that's what I, my dumb ass is just like, yo, I play professional basketball. I got some money. And it was just doing dumb shit. Just dumb shit. Like, and, and from looking back at it, I just would have invested in, like, a house or something, put some away. Mm-hmm. And, but it is what it is, man. I learned from it. But, yeah, just spend your money wisely, man. A lot of people going to be asking for handouts and stuff. Just... It's okay to say no. You know, right. you don't, you don't have it yet. You know, so I didn't sign for a lot of money. Some of these young guys are signing for a lot of money, but it's okay to say no. Uh, not right now. I ain't got it right now. So, right. yeah. Well, 
that Adam, you got anything else? Yeah, no, I mean, that's good advice. I think, I think the last thing I'd ask, uh, not to get too far ahead, cause I know you're basically in your prime right now, but you got, you got France coming up, assuming there's some sort of season. Uh, what's like, what does five plus years down the road look like for you? Maybe like life post basketball. Post basketball. Um, Huh. I don't know. I mean, I'm a businessman, basically. Uh, I, I'm still learning from people like Orlando Mendez. Mendez? Yep. Shout out to Orlando. Orlando yep. mm-hmm. uh, me and him talk a lot just about stuff he's doing. He's into the real estate heavy and a lot of different business stuff and ways that you can invest your money. So hopefully I can invest my money wise. And uh, I, I really want to get into real estate so I can just manage the property and not have to work. You know what I mean? So it's real estate is always a steady source of income. So each month you got some some type of income coming in. So if you could do that, you don't have to work no more. You know what I mean? So hopefully I can get into that. But coaching and camps, like Cole, I talked to Cole about some of that stuff. Yeah, um, we gotta, it's a we gotta get stuff. you down to Cabo, bro. Get you down do there, it, man. Some camps. <laughs> Let's do it. Hopefully COVID lets up a little bit and then, yeah, I'll be out there for sure. Well, um, I see, um, I don't know if you've seen the All the Smoke podcast with, you know, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. Yeah. Anyway, they uh, they do something at the end of their episodes that I, I like. Um, so we want to ask you who you think should be the next guest on the show. But if you, whoever you say, you got to be able to, like hook it up for us. You gotta be able to plug it. <laughs> no one hooked it up for me. Yeah, it's something new that I want to. I want to start. But get Orlando on here, man. I want to hear what Orlando got to say. Yes, sir. Yeah, I can, I can reach out to him if that's what you want. Or you want somebody big? You want KD? I can get KD on here. Stop playing. Get KD on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, if you can get KD, bro, let uh, hit him up. It'll, it'll probably be Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nice. All right, man. Orlando, we'll, we'll try to get Orlando on on next time. Uh, but John, bro, we appreciate you you uh, hopping on here with us, uh, sharing some some of your knowledge and. You know, we wish you the best of luck out there in France this season. And hopefully I get a chance to play with you sometime soon. Um, Maybe. Yeah, man. Thanks for hopping on. Thanks, man. Talk to uh, Astros Club for me and see if I can get on their team in the future. <laughs> All right. I, I like what they're doing over there. Yeah. Guadalajara is not, is not a bad city. No, sir. It is not. <laughs> All right. Appreciate man. it. Shout out to Mexicali. Yep. Shout out to Cole. Shout out to Big Papa Dirk. Uh, <laughs> alright man thanks for having me on I appreciate it yeah thanks and thank you guys for tuning in this is the uh, preferred walk-ons podcast we'll catch you guys next Monday sign out <laughs> <laughs>